Good afternoon. You're with Planet FM and this is Musings. My name is Noel. And I'm Mimi. On Musings, we give you music to listen to and something to muse about.
When you visit an art gallery, every painting communicates something to you. Some paintings will impress and inspire. Some may disturb and repel. Every piece, however, will also tell you a lot about who created it. And it will also tell you a lot about you because your interpretation of all art is personal, meaning it acts like a mirror, reflecting back to you your own thoughts and emotions. All art does this with relative effectiveness. But behind each work is, of course, the artist. It is likely that you will leave the gallery remembering nothing more about these artists than their names. What you will remember, however, is their work. In other words, the works themselves are the most important elements that will affect you and which may even cause you to change your values and perspective on life. It is the art itself which has the greatest impact over time and may continue to affect people for millennia, while those who created the art may fade into social invisibility. The same goes for all creative contributions to society. The Eiffel Tower, for example, is a universal icon. But who remembers the designers' names? Indeed, who even knows there were two of them? Do you know who designed the Concorde, the Taj Mahal, or even that beautiful vase sitting on your mantelpiece? When it comes to contributing to society, who we think we are, our family connections, status, and perhaps economic influence fades into insignificance over time compared to what we do, what we contribute in a tangible way to the general well-being of everyone. We may even want to leave our mark on the world, be remembered in a positive light, but the important thing is to realize that our works will speak for us in a louder and clearer voice and to many more people than we can ever hope to reach speaking for ourselves or attempting to draw attention to ourselves in any other way. In the final analysis, others will judge us by what we do and by the quality of our contributions, not by how much we acquire or own. There are several very important lessons here about finding purpose and greater satisfaction and that elusive yet simple thing we call happiness. Firstly, don't waste your energy trying to be noticed and remembered. Rather than trying to stand out, let your works speak for you. Let what you do tell everyone who you are. Your creative output is the thing which will bring you all the recognition and credit you seek and in such a way that will inhibit you from developing a false or inflated sense of importance. As long as you keep valuing that which you and you alone can bring to the world. Secondly, understand that we all find purpose in service. I say service rather than work 
because service implies a level of care and attention mere work does not. To serve requires an application of body, mind and soul as a cohesive whole. In other words, service activates, employs and develops more aspects of self than any other human endeavour. And as such, it develops and evolves our personality more completely. No matter the task then, service is always art, the art of developed and mindfully directed action. The product of service is likewise always an artwork, be it sweeping a floor or composing a concerto. Following on from this, by setting out to serve rather than just do a job, you are establishing a higher standard of behavior as a baseline for everything you do. The effect of such an approach to living is to raise the potential value of outcomes, resulting in greater satisfaction and a higher degree of success. Thirdly, and perhaps most importantly, the baubles of success as goals take on a secondary significance next to maintaining and enhancing the experience of success as a feeling. The typical mindset today involves an over-concern with money, the acquisition of which has become a primary driver to many, and the goal of more and more has become an empty obsession. Empty because it is well known that possessing vast um, cash reserves has no direct correlation to happiness, and sometimes those who have the most actually feel the least secure. The way you acquire it and use money, rather than how much of it you have, will determine the quality of satisfaction you attain. There can be no doubt the way you live, as in what you do and how well you do it, is a better measure of success than the ownership of mere material possessions. So it is feelings and not objects which define prosperity. By developing your own latent powers, life will become a more rounded and complete experience. You will eventually become a leading light in your field, and this will find you passing your knowledge on to future generations. So competition, beating everyone else, being number one, will change from being a self-serving process about dominance and control becoming instead yet another beautiful expression revealing who you really are, benefiting everyone you associate with. Making the most of every opportunity for self-expression is where it's at, not counting your pennies on a daily basis.